Now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for the Fashion Rewired Broadcast with Brian Hill. During the Fashion Rewired Podcast, we chat with successful fashion designers and business entrepreneurs who share their powerful stories of success while providing real-time industry tips, tools, and actionable strategies to execute today with the goal of designing our listeners' brands for success. Now, here's your host, Brian Hill. Welcome to Fashion Rewired. I'm your host, Brian Hill, a self-taught designer and executive director of Phoenix Fashion Week. So why is it important to rewire? Well, I believe that every successful fashion designer and entrepreneur at one time or another made the smart and necessary decision to rewire their brain, their attitude, but most importantly, their actions to get them to the current level of success. Each week, I get to share stories of transformation with our listeners while giving you the blueprint to rewire. I love to open each episode by thanking the sponsors that believe in Fashion Rewired. The Custom Shop. As you know, before my rewire, I launched and ran my own fitness apparel brand. Now today I consult, invest in, and private label design and manufacture custom apparel for brands across the nation. Does your brand need unique, high quality lifestyle apparel like t-shirts, hats, leggings, and more with your branded logo or slogan? Or do you need real-time consultation on your brand? Reach out to me for more information and custom apparel quotes. Email info at phoenixfashionweek.com. My next guest, Lisa Strandberg, grew up on the beautiful coast of Florida, but now calls Austin, Texas home with her three children and husband. Lisa's been in the fashion industry most of her life, beginning as a 12-year-old child model after being discovered by a photographer and immediately began booking shoots in Miami on weekends and after school which led to becoming a sign to the famed Ford Models in New York City agency. Lisa spent the next decade modeling all over the world, walking in great runway shows like Versace, Armani, Carolina Herrera, and placement in top magazines like Cosmopolitan. Eventually, successfully, she moved into model management side of the industry as well. But it was while pregnant with her first child back in Florida that Lisa began longing for those fun seaside memories of her youth. She wanted for her and other families to enjoy that energizing beach lifestyle that shaped her and her sister Katie's lives. At that moment, she knew there was a huge gap in the beachwear market. What could someone wear to the beach other than just a swimsuit? So last year, Lisa and her sister co-founded the Shoreline, beachwear featuring amazing fabrics, colors, and flattering cuts with a higher-end look and feel, inspired by Florida summers, by the ocean, as well as St. John and St. Bart's vacations. Well, Lisa... Take me to the shoreline, please. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. Bravo for what you built with your sister so far. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. How did that sound when you look back at your fashion life in a short form well, I, like that? It sounded incredible. I don't think uh, I don't think you missed a thing. I think we're good here. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, I, I'm really excited. Uh, when I read your bio, I was like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Down the road, I want to have Katie on the Fashion Rewire podcast as well and talk about her rewire. But I first want to talk about, give me a fashion fact about Lisa that nobody would know about. Oh, goodness. A fashion fact. Um, hmm. You know what? Uh, God, that one's hard. I feel like, you know, when your husband's your best friend, you kind of sit and tell him everything. And then what is it? something that they wouldn't know about? Um, hmm. I would say, honestly, um, about, oh gosh, I think, I don't know if I've told it. 
Well, I had a little bit, you know, those times you're, well, I don't know if you know, but like the getting on the runway and getting ready to, to go out and, um, you know, walk and everything. I remember this one time um, being so nervous. Well, I think I was always kind of nervous before any of the shows, but I remember this show particularly and um, just thinking, oh my gosh, this dress is going to be really hard to walk in. And I was that one that actually ended up tripping, not really tripping, but like my heel went through my dress <laughs> and I had to end up with the shoe that wasn't really attached still to my foot. And I just kind of like pretended that I was in the shoe and just kind of like that limp that went down the runway. Yeah. That was one that, I mean, you know, not, not my favorite moment, but maybe, maybe someone knows about it, but, um, that one, that one was definitely a memory for sure. Yeah. I, I would love to see that video. Um, probably people never knew cause you're such a professional and you probably thought this, they knew, but they didn't. I love that. Uh, that's a good fun fact for sure. So man, you, you're, you're hanging out, you've had this great career in modeling. Uh, model management, et cetera. You now you're raising a young family, all those things. And you say beachwear that people haven't thought about before, right? Um, take yeah. me back to that rewire moment because I'm sure there's a bunch, but what's the rewire moment where you said, I'm going to do a different Lisa Strandberg now. Here we go. Yeah, I think it was just having kids moving back to Florida and, you know, everything that comes with it. And I thought, well, I've, I've done the modeling side. I've done the management side. Um, and now I guess here we can, we can uh, start a brand. Might as well check all the boxes, I guess, if I'm going down this road. Um, and yeah, I just kind of just noticed a little bit of this void of, you know, the, the beach wear or that, that beach style, but, you know, keeping, still keeping with fashion, you know, keeping fashion in mind. Um, and where it was going at the time. Um, I just kind of always found myself reaching for, you know, a pair of denim shorts or something. And I'm just like, there's something else that we can do that, you know, is classic, simple, um, great fit, wearable, um, but then, you know, can transition seamlessly. And that was our big thing. You know, you see these cover-ups and they're stunning, but, you know, me running around with three kids, I don't want the completely sheer um, moment, you know, up at the bar, like at the bar, like getting them food or, you know, running into a restaurant or, you know, that back and forth. So I just wanted to be comfortable, but yet, you know, keeping that in step with fashion was, was huge for us. Gotcha. Uh, being able to transition seamlessly. I, I like that to different parts of your day when yeah. you're on the beach or after the beach. Right. So when yeah. you had the idea, did you go to your husband first or to your sister? How'd you rope her in? Well, I went to my husband first. Um, you know, he's just got that, that business mind. And so I said, what do you think about this? And he said, I think you should do it. And I think that was, you know, that, okay, well, let's just try, you know, and see what comes of it. Let's, let's start with a piece. And then, of course, you know, thinking about anything. My, my second thought was to go to my sister. Uh, she had just graduated from FIT at the time, the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. And I just said, what do you think about this? And she said to me, draw me a sketch and send it my way and let, let's have a talk. And so uh, that was a comical moment between <laughs> both of us. She just called me back and was like, okay, sketching is not your thing. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, we had a, we had a good giggle about that one. And then, um, 
yeah, I, yeah, she was my second thought, of course. And so she, you know, we kind of just got on this road and we were like, wow, okay, well, this can actually be pretty viable. Wow, wow. Are, are you guys working in, in different cities or is she now in Florida too? Oh, I'm sorry, Austin. She's, yeah, no, she, we're in different cities. She um, spends her time between New York. Um, she's back and forth between New York and Florida. So okay. she's um, in Naples and then back and forth to, to the city. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So we always talk about when someone has a rewire moment, we talk about how they make the idea come to life. And there's action steps, one, two, three. I wonder if your first action step was simply sharing the idea with your family, or was there an action that you would say was number one to launch and to create this idea, the shoreline? I think um, our first action step really was the, you know, the thought process that went behind it and then me kind of verbalizing it and saying, you know, those times where you always think of like something and they've, they've got this great idea and you're like, why didn't I think of that? You know, but it's that time where you do think of all these things, but it's just kind of like putting it out there. And when I told my husband and then I um, <clears throat> included my sister, it just became um, a goal and then a step-by-step process of like, okay, this is what we can do next and this is what we can do next. And it really, we launched the first year during COVID and thinking, okay, well, you know, this is fun and it's, you know, certainly something I can do. And it is my, all my creative um, that I still have from all growing up, I was able to pour into it. Wow. And yeah, so that was kind of like our thought going into to launching it. Um, so that's kind, that's kind of how, yeah, we started. That I, like was, I would say definitely our first step. Yeah. yeah, verbalizing the idea and concept of people close to you. I love that. So now everyone says, yeah, this is a good idea. This is viable. What was step two to launch the shoreline? Step two was, um, you know, finding the right manufacturer, um, production, and learning. It was, honestly, it was a lot <laughs> of, of learning because that, you know, fashion design is not my background. Um, so I, I had to do a lot of learning. Um, and so I would say just a lot of research and um, that's kind of when Katie came into the picture, um, really big time. Her background is in fabrics. And, um, so she kind of like set me on the right path and she had a wealth of knowledge from FIT. And so she kind of gave me like, these are like the pieces, the, the people, you know, to kind of reach out to. And so that's when we really started to make it real. And we came up with our seven pieces, uh-huh. um, yes. our seven styles. Gotcha. I love it. I love it. So lots of education, lots of research, um, you know, research and manufacturing, production, et cetera. But then you guys, once you got that down, you guys were able to, I guess I'm going to say step three is design the first collection. That, those, yeah. four, those, those first seven pieces, how'd that feel? Um, it, was, it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. Um, now there weren't like, we, we're not going to say that we didn't, you know, like not have a lot of hiccups along the way. Um, <laughs> you know, that with, I know that your background is in design as well. And so, you know, when you, when you find someone that kind of makes samples for you and everything, and um, I'll never forget a moment when we got our first samples back and I just, I FaceTimed Katie and I was like laughing and we were crying (laughs) and rolling on the floor. and was like, what did we do? What did we, what is this? You know? Um, and then we were like, okay, we've got to switch this up. We've got to, uh, obviously I need to learn a little bit more or, you know, something. And so 
we went back into it and then found a, um, a great production place that was actually like helping with manufacturing and a little bit more handholding for us. So That's good. That's good. that was really great. Yeah. And then we had, yeah, we launched our seven pieces, um, during COVID. Wow. During COVID. Yeah. At, at least people were at home. They at least were on their phones. Right. 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 We were at home, but you know, nothing like launching a vacation resort wear brand <laughs> when everybody's at home. You That's, know? True. That's true. Um, that's when we found out, you know, that we had, we had, uh, more legs than just the resort where we find, you know, our customers always sending us pictures, um, you know, with the way that they've styled our pieces. And I'm like, Whoa, I didn't even think of that, you know? And so it's, it's been fantastic. Good for you. Good for you You guys. are just, you know, just barely over a year old. So that is awesome. So verbalize the idea and concept of people you trust, right? Do your education, do your due diligence. Step two, and then design whatever that is, the first collection, right. the first service, the first whatever it is. I love those action steps for sure. Um, so we know that when you do actions like you guys just did and things start going into motion, you're like, okay, we're in business now. We're doing this thing. We also know that, that successful habits come out of your actions. Can you go back and think of some action, some habits that you've now continued to do that came from your action steps in launching the Shoreline? What would they be? I would say, um, gosh, action steps. I would say, you know, just continuing like for, for our daily and my sister and I are both pretty active. So like one of the things that always like sets my day off is, is being able to work out either it's a walk, a walk while doing emails, things like that. You know, um, I've noticed that I've been, you know, able to be very creative and, and that way, once I get done with all that, you know, like you're working out, your head's clear. Yep. And then, um, I would just say, you know, I'm trying to think here, like, are you thinking like more daily, like action steps or, 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 or habits that you just continue to always lean on now, um, as you guys continue to succeed, I, I love working on exercising we heard that earlier in a, in a previous podcast. I do the same. Like you're right. I'm very creative when I can clear my head after a good workout. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say uh, so much, you know, what's really kind of funny is for our creative is I still am a magazine person. I still love to sit down with, you know, uh, like the paper, like actually in your hand, you know, and like to be able to flip the page. And it's really funny. I actually put that on my to-do list. My girlfriends will, friends will always like kind of giggle at me and they're just like, wait, do you have read magazines on your, your list? (laughs) I said, I do. I do because I get so much inspiration from, from so much. And, you know, that's kind of where I draw back to, to, um, you know, how I grew up and, you know, being on set and I love to see, you know, so doing a lot of like that research really helps. Um, I like that. Definitely. Yeah. That's definitely, you know, an action step for, for us. And then, um, you know, just being able, it's, I mean, we've been really lucky that we have, um, each other, my sister and I, so, being able to have that, you know, those conversations with her and just say, okay, you know, these are kind of our plans. What are we thinking? And, you know, like how will, how will this work and stuff like that. So the communication, not only between like my sister and my husband, oh, good. Um, but being, being able to like verbalize that and talk through a lot of things has been really, really helpful. Just that a great support system. Right. That's good. That's good. I think it's a great habit, right? Being able to talk through things, good and bad. Yeah. Communicating a great habit. I think that sometimes even maybe younger people don't realize the power of communication, like just being able to talk through things that you thought were so bad or so whatever, 
but then you talk through them, you're like, oh, not so bad. And when you yeah. trust, right, going back to your first action step, when you, when you trust the people around you, you can also then really put stuff on the table honestly. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. So can you tie your biggest accomplishment within the shoreline that ties back to some of these habits? What would that be? Uh, the biggest accomplishment so far that tied to, you know, getting up early or working out or communicating, talking through things. What would that be? Yeah, I, I would say um, to date, um, you know, being featured in Women's Wear Daily was, was just huge for us. Oh. Um, that was just a, such a, a, a moment, especially for me growing up and knowing that in the business side of, of fashion and how much that meant to us. Um, and I would just say that was part of that, you know, that conversation that, you know, Katie and I have been able to have to sit down, the talk, the, the knowing, like, you know, where the brand's going and, and, and that, that, that feeling of, of having somebody um, that was kind of right there with you and like, you know, the, the back and forth, I think, that open line of communication. Because there's so many times you think to yourself, can, can this happen? You know, is this crazy? You know, are we, you know, just starting something and, you know, what's it going to be and not knowing? And then to see that up there, you know, the, the first time that you, you know, you have those conversations and you look to see where you've come. And then that's the first thing you do is you just want to then, you know, talk through everything again. So that's, you know, that, that communication for us, I think is huge. Good job. How did WWD find you guys? Um, they actually, um, it was, you know, it was really funny. She, um, one of the editors, she just emailed us and personally and, um, said, you know, I've been following your brand and we just were floored. Um, I remember I was on vacation and I was just like, Whoa, um, <laughs> you know, and, and that was, I think it, you know, she, she was based in Miami. I think it was around the time swim show was coming out. Yes. Um, and she asked if we were going to be there. Um, and that, you know, we were our Florida born and raised and she was based in Miami at the time. And so she was doing some research on brands that were, um, you know, from Florida and, you know, women, ba you know, women started owned and operated and things like that. So yeah, we just, super blessed and yeah, popped up in my email. And I remember sending it over to our, um, our PR, our head of PR and she, she just took it and ran with it. Oh, it's so cool for you guys. I would love if you yeah. could email me that link to that article. I'd love to take a look at it. I'd like to feature it on the IG if you could. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you won't believe this. <laughs> we're going through this so quickly that we're already to the halfway point of the podcast. That's how efficient oh. you are. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good, though, because you're just giving great gold nuggets uh, that people can really, you know, really chew and actually put into their action plans as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to break, thank our sponsors. You're going to chill out there for a sec. We're going to come back. I'm going to put you in the Garmin District. Rapid fire questions. Are you ready for that? Uh-oh. That makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay right there. We'll be right back. All right. The Emerging Designer Bootcamp Live. Are you the next IT emerging apparel or accessory designer? Are you struggling with sales or manufacturing issues? Each year, Phoenix Fashion Week travels the nation and hand selects emerging fashion talent to enter the very challenging three-month-long Designer Bootcamp Live, leading to the top fashion runway in October and the coveted title of Designer of the Year. To apply, email designer at phoenixfashionweek.com. 
And we're back. Fashion Rewired, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hill. I'm on with my buddy, Lisa Strandberg. She's down in Austin, Texas. She is a co-founder of The Shoreline, a unique way of doing beachwear. Lisa, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, it's so good. So I'm going to put you in the garment district. So rapid fire questions. You can only answer with one word, underrated Uh-oh. or overrated. Deal? Okay. Got it. Deal. Social media, underrated or overrated? That's a hard one because I could go both ways with that. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I would say in some niches, it's underrated. Okay, fair. Formal education. You did not go to college, I realize. Underrated or overrated? For some, I think it's just overrated. I know this is supposed to be one word, but I'm <laughs> uh, Capital, cash. Underrated or overrated? Um, I would say underrated. Who you know? Underrated or overrated? Under, uh, hmm. Overrated. Okay. Networking. Underrated or overrated? Underrated. Phone conversations. Underrated or overrated? Underrated. Okay. Last one. For a brand, e-commerce or in-person pop-up shops? Oh, goodness gracious. We're... Oh, that's such a hard one. We are full e-commerce and we're getting ready to do some pop-up shops. So I would say both. <laughs> oh. uh, Robin, can we do uh, both? Really okay, she said you can do both. You can do both. <laughs> <laughs> that's, diff- that's difficult. I think it just depends on the timing of where you are in your brand story. Sure, that's true, right? So what are you looking forward to when it comes to the in-person pop-up shops? Why are you so excited about these? You know, we meet the customers and we've been really, really lucky to be able to meet our customers um, through social media. So that's what my answer was there. Um, so we're able to, to talk to them, so many of them, and so many people are just, you know, they would like to be able to feel the fabric and especially because we're Austin based as well. So, you know, a lot of customers have asked, is there somewhere that we can go and just kind of see and feel? And I, I think that that, you know, people are still craving that. And there's still, um, you know, a lot of people that would appreciate it. And so that's kind of what we've gotten from our feedback is that they would appreciate that. So that's what we're um, looking into doing. It's just being able to reach out and, and to, to talk to our customers, see them face to face. Right. Well, I had a great conversation with uh, a VP of Intermix uh, just this week. And what he told me was, he goes, Brian, people are going back to shopping face to face. E-commerce mm-hmm. is, is awesome. There's no getting around it. You've you got it. But people actually want to go and experience. They want to feel the fabrics again. They want to talk to the rep. They want to try it on and just be go through an experience with the brand. Yeah. And if you can get them engaged on social media like you guys are doing at the Shoreline, and then you have these pop-up shops and they get to meet you and your sister, I think that's going to just further instill how great you guys are. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm I'm – we're definitely looking forward to it. We're excited about that. Yeah. So you're a fashion designer. Uh, you're your sister. So we're going to talk about wholesale and retail. So wholesale, the, you know, are you guys selling a lot to stores and boutiques or are you guys a direct-to-consumer, which I would call a retail play? Which one are you guys more of at the Shoreline? We are solely direct-to-consumer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This That's good. I love that. So... Tell me the number one sales platform that actually drives sales for the short line. What is, what is that for you? Is it the website? Is it 
again, is it pop-up shops? What is the number one sales platform for you guys that drive sales? Um, you know, our email list is, uh. is very active. Yeah, and that is that's huge for us. Those are our loyal customers. We have a really good base of customers, a really good return rate, and um, you know, we've put a lot into to our email platform. And then I would say second to that, of course, is social media. Okay. Um, you know, any of the ads um, in those social media platforms, um, they do really well for us. And I think that's because our visuals are are pretty strong. Good. I think that helps us a lot. With the email list, is it a weekly newsletter? Is it something on Mondays? How do you guys actually navigate that email process? Yeah, so we um, we do one once a week, and if we and they typically go out on Wednesdays. But if we have something new launching or a sale that's starting, we'll send one out. Um, we'll send one out to our list. That's great. Around then or, or before, and they always get access to everything beforehand. So we won't mention or promote a sale on any of our social platforms until our subscribers have the chance to shop the site um, for oh, a day by that. themselves. I love that. Yeah. That's great. little VIP service there. Yeah. That's right. So social media wise, I'm going to assume your best platform is Instagram. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Are you guys tapped into TikTok yet? Is that happening? You know, we... That is a whole nother beast, <laughs> but you know, um, we do have an account and we typically have everything that's come from our Instagram, like either a reel or something else. We'll put that on TikTok. Um, we're kind of playing with either myself, um, and Katie doing like a styling series yeah. on our platform. And so that way they can, people can see us as the founder and how we wear it and kind of get a little bit, you know, closer of a relationship in that regard. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I would say Instagram is, is first and foremost right now. Okay. That's cool. Do you have any time on social media yourself to follow anybody that inspires you and who would that be? Um, oh my goodness. I, I have, yeah, I have a lot of people that I love to follow. Um, and, um, one of them who actually she owns a gosh it's Savo Social and it's um, Anastasia Suarez. Okay. And she just has the coolest vibe, I guess, to say like the way that she styles everything. And um, she has a social media company, and she works with us oh. on that uh, on and helps us kind of with our social media. So gotcha. yeah, she's found oh. her, and she's just such a little dynamo. How do you spell that? Is it S A B A B's and boy Saba v. social. Sa okay. Gotcha. S A V. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah. So what is your new go-to resource that helps your brand succeed? There's there, you're on an Island. You only have one resource to keep the shoreline going forward for success. What would that be? The go-to resource? Um, I would say, our imagery, um, our photographer, since we shot with him the very first time, um, I would say our Instagram account is, and I, I think a lot of that is because of our photographer. And I, we, like I said, we had our first campaign and I knew I could just kind of hand things off to him. And he just 
knew my vibe and our brand vibe and how we wanted it to go forward. And so I will send him any new pieces or anything and he travels and he just, he, he makes magic happen. So I think that that's been a huge thing for us because so many people, um, you know, are drawn to the site because of that, because of our imagery. Good for you. Because we hear horror stories when brands can't find the right photographers, right? Um, yeah. So hang on to him and tell him I said, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's great. That's For great. Sure. So uh, you got three kids, husband, you've got the brand. Is there any time uh, to read? And maybe it's magazines. Maybe you could either recommend two books or two magazines to read for our listeners for them to succeed. Yeah, for sure. For, I mean, you know, Vogue, I would say for sure, not to be completely Captain Obvious over here. And then um, I would say Women's Wear Daily, just the, the, you know, to know the business side of fashion is so important. And I think that they've always been, you know, cutting edge in, in that department. Um, yep. Yep. But that's, that's my, those are my two. Um, oh, and I would say also Who, What, Where. I love them. Okay. I think that they do great spins on, um, you know, fashion and, and how things are done. Awesome. Thank you. I'll take that one too. So given your current success, all right, I'm going to take you back to young Lisa, young Lisa hanging out in Florida beachside before you made it big at a 12 year old, you know, model. All right. Uh, what yeah. advice would you give young Lisa to get you to today's current level of success, but way faster? What would it be? Uh, hmm. I would say, to, to trust yourself and trust your decisions. Um, trust yourself a little bit more. Um, that I, I kind of struggle with decision-making. Okay. My husband would probably laugh at that. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do. I, I have analysis paralysis for sure. And so I think that that would definitely take me to where I am faster. Um, although I kind of like the the journey and the pace that we went at and, you know, every twist and turn and as you would always say, you know, like a a rewired moment. I feel like I have, I've had a lot of them being that I've changed my career so many times keeping with that, you know, in fashion, but you know, I, they've all the twists and turns have taught me something um, for sure along the journey. But, but the other thing I would say is definitely just to trust your instinct, trust your, your decision-making process. Yeah, I can dig that. So share with the listeners then why it's important to rewire. You've had a bunch in your life. Why would it be important for someone to rewire? You know, I mean, I just think it's given me and for me, I can speak on, you know, from my behalf. It just, it's given me such a, you know, different way of thinking and and looking at life is being able to, And I I was blessed in the way that I was able to stop what I was doing um, and modeling and then to be able to say, okay, what do I want to do next? And what, what do I feel, you know, passionate about? And that's when I knew I, I found myself always in the, in the agency anyways. And so it was kind of a joke when I was like, Hey, can I work here? Because I love it here. (laughs) So it just gave me a fresh perspective, a fresh, you know, taking that time to say, to myself, okay, what do, what do I see? I, I know I've grown out of modeling. Um, and then what do I see next? And then after that happened and having kids to be able to stop and say, okay, what, what next? I knew I had a lot of creative, you know, thoughts and things that I wanted to keep doing and keep working 
So I was like, what's, what's next? And that was another. So I guess giving yourself the time, the space to really figure out what you're passionate about. And, and like I said, I was very blessed that I was able to, to give myself that time. Right. Give yourself the time and space. I like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm taking real notes. This is not fluff. <laughs> I, I apply these things that I like from these conversations to my business and to my life. So I'm taking these cliff notes right now. All yeah, right. that's <laughs> So uh, tell us, what are you most excited about for 2023 with the Shoreline or your family or Katie or anything? Oh, my gosh. Well, really all of it. Um, we just launched the Apre Surf, um, which is kind of, true to the brand because we laugh about it. We're like, well, is this, you know, correct in the, the brand's eyes? But, you know, when it's Katie and I, it's like, well, it's correct in our eyes. So therefore we are, you know, putting out there. So we made uh, a line of uh, hoodies and um, some hats and stuff like that that just kind of go along with all of our pieces. They, oh. you're able to style them. Um, they're super cool and we absolutely love them. So very, very excited about continuing to, um, to launch the Apre side of, of the shoreline. And then, um, you know, family-wise is just continue to grow, grow, you know, the brand, um, the support from um, my boys as they get older is just so much fun to see. And um, it's been fantastic. And my husband as well. So it's just, it's, we've really been very blessed. So excited for what's to come in 2023. And then we have a couple new pieces and um, that we're, that we'll be launching. And I think they will come before actually 2023. So we have our mind set on getting this one piece done. And so we're super excited about, you know, all the growth and things to come in 2023. Well, I'm excited. Uh, it'd be awesome. Talk to Katie. If we could give our listeners a code of some sort, they can shop some of the shoreline items. Let me know about that. But maybe we could do a giveaway uh, before your episode drops sometime in November or December. Uh, maybe there's a cool hoodie or something like that. Let's think about that, and we'll let the people know on Instagram once we get your episode ready to roll. For sure. That sounds great. Okay, so how can our listeners find the shoreline and find you? Yeah, for sure. So we are um, at www dot this is the shoreline.com and then our instagram uh account is at this is the shoreline very Those cool are two. yeah as always on fashion rewire you can upload your free blueprint of lisa strandberg on her rewire or you can follow her exact one two three action steps or just be inspired by what lisa and katie have done so far simply go to instagram at fashion rewired send me a direct message or leave a note or a comment when Lisa's episode drops and you might win a hoodie or a hat or you'll get a code to shop the shoreline either way. Lisa, That's this great. was so fun today. It was so fast. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it was great. Uh, we're we're going to hang out and talk a little bit more, but for now, fashion rewired and we're out. Thank you for joining us for our weekly 30 minute podcast focused on the business of fashion. Fashion Rewired is all about the successful transformation of your mind, perspective, and daily approach to your fashion brand. Make sure you listen next week for the Fashion Rewired podcast with Brian Hill.